everyone. Hi, hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here in Dining Room Studios with Jack Barraquette of the band All Time Low and Full Frontal Podcast or Full, Full Frontal Radio Podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. They, they both sound right. So yeah. Perfect. Same. Yeah. One and of did I pronounce your last name yeah, correctly? Yeah, Barraquette, correct. Okay, Bear good. and a cat. Yeah, Barraquette. There we go. And also, surprise bonus buddy, Justin Siegel, who bef- I did not know you were going to be here, but excited to have you. He's a Thank good very he's much. A good friend. Thank you. I'm just trying to keep just trying to keep Wendy quiet over here. <laughs> <laughs> so before we were starting though, I was saying to Justin, um, so what's your deal and who are you? And you were saying that you have been in bands and you produce and you do a little bit of a lot of things. Justin is one of the people responsible for signing the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, wow. Or like, or Why least, do you least, have to leave or like least, that? Or at least... <laughs> really? At least... Uh, everyone's going to hate me. I know, right? But like at least f- forming them oh, to who so they bad. became. Yeah. I've been... Uh, so you unleashed them upon us? <laughs> yeah. So I worked at Interscope Records for a number of years, and I, I A&R'd a number of terrible pop records that you hate. Please tell me which ones. Uh, the Pussycat Dolls, <laughs> their first record, The Black Eyed Peas Monkey Business. Mm. That's a great um, album. Uh, it's um, a pretty good album. Ashley Simpson's third record. What else did I do that's terrible? You know, very critically I mean, you've acclaimed. Already, yeah. Very critically acclaimed. I can't tell yeah. if you are um, pleasantly self-deprecating or actually self-loathing. Pleasantly self-loathing. <laughs> we can go with both. <laughs> Which one? Like, do you actually are you? No, no. You know apologizing what? I, for the music, or do you personally not care for it anymore? I personally, okay. So when you're a and ring a record, you kind of got to split your personal taste with like making a record for the label. Mm-hmm. And so like it, it's it's good terrible pop music. <laughs> and it did well though. It did well. It yeah, was yeah, it all did well. It was very successful. I mean, yeah. and like Ashley's record, I got to Do you know Kenna? You heard the music artist Kenna? I've heard of. Very okay. talented dude. I got to take Kenna and put him on an Ashley record and Maybe not cuz I was going to be like, yeah, I've heard of her. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> right. Jesus. Oops. This is the high pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you of heard, that heard artist. Of when, you, when you do the high pitched, yeah. It totally. means it means right. you haven't Right. Is he breaking bad? Yeah. I'm at the point now where when uh, when someone asks me if I know something, I just say no because if I say yes and then they start talking about that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, like oh no, I'm it? in a terrible lie. I'm oh, caught bad. in a terrible web of lies and that's the worst. Yes. Okay. Oh, by the way, did you play in the intro, the song? Because I know you play no, music. No, yes. Uh, no, that is not me. That is a listener friend named Trap Dog. His actual name is Tom Rapp mm. and he's been doing music for the show forever. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, I used to play drums uh, and guitar and I play, first I was the drummer and then I was a guitar player of a band that you guys would not have ever heard of called the Angoras a while ago. Great name. So thank you. So that is a. Uh, Please explain is, the name to me. Actually, it was our singer who named us yeah. um, and it was based on a Laverne and Shirley episode. They were in a cool. girl gang called the, the Angora Debs. Oh, so so good. that's where she that's got rad. That's where she got the name. So Jack Bearcat. Yes. So many things to talk with you about. Um, let's just start right here. I was looking at your Twitter account. She said so many things, but her, the literally written <laughs> the the paper is so, is so tiny. <laughs> the rest of them are in my head. <laughs> Where did you get your name from? Uh, my name? My parents gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So anyway, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you tweeted, I want to hate everyone and I want everyone to like me. This isn't working. 
Yes. I related so much to that. But can you talk a little bit about that feeling? Uh, that must have been years ago. It seems like something kind of emo that I said. Uh, which, emo tweet, bro. Mm, emo Jeez. tweets. Don't do emo tweets anymore. But uh, yeah, I think I was I was uh, I was probably like a little little kid trying to figure out how to deal with with humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack, uh, that was last week, bro. Oh shit! <laughs> she like, like I actually was dated two months ago. It was April <clears throat> some year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> have you found yourself yet? I want everyone to ha- okay. So, what was the line again? I want to hate everyone, and I want everyone to like me. This yeah, isn't working. Yeah, that's a Nickelback lyric. Oh, no. <laughs> really? No, oh. <laughs> but it should be. Wasn't that a Pete Wentz retweet? <laughs> it's yeah, Kenna. Kenna. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a one song, but yeah, Nickelback. Okay, no, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I have no idea. Well, are you an extroverted person, introverted person? Um, I'm a very positive person. I love everyone around me, but I, uh, uh, I don't, I don't, um, I'm sorry. I'm blanking. It's okay. I'm trying to think about like, you got me like thinking on like memory highway now about what, what I was going through. Well, memory highway is, is a, it's a, it's Jacob a faster Dylan street lyric. than memory lane. Is that really a Jacob did it? <laughs> they no. go quicker on memory highway than mm-hmm. they do on memory lane. Yeah. yeah memory highway. The there. Yeah. It's you like the a- Autobahn dude. No speed limit. No speed limit. <laughs> If you have a fast pass too, yeah, true. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I, I'm, I'm a drinker, obviously, and I, I tweet most of my things pretty. pretty how much? Drunk? How yeah, much? How drunk. many bottles? What? How many bottles in was that tweet? That at least seventeen. That's good. That's a good yeah. number. Well, uh, I have a question. I read. Yeah. Uh, I know that you co-own a bar. Yeah, I do a rock, a, a rock bar. Yeah, in Maryland, I do because rock bars are so rare. I read an interview with you where you're talking <laughs> about it. It's true, they are rare though. The they second rock bar he owned actually, the first one went went went, oh uh, went kaput. We, me and Justin were uh, co-owners in Angels and Kings here in L.A. And then oh. he left me and started his own. Yeah. Um. So Angels and Kings was I don't know if you guys know this was a a, a Pete Wentz ch- chain. It was I guess, a chain. Yeah, Chicago, New York. LA yeah, Pete, and Dubai. Pete, yeah, Pete went and started a bunch of rock bars and uh, they decided to do it out here west and Pete asked us to join and we did it because you know, it's our scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. It was so cool for like three, two years maybe and then yeah. it just went south. I Why? feel like we really, like we lost our entire investment but I feel like we drank and ate it. Yeah, <laughs> we never saw our money back but it was so worth it because it was just so fun and you just, we met, you just, Met everyone. You, Every you know, show that came through, that's what the after party was. Yeah. It was like it was a scene for networking, a good two fun years. place. Yeah. yeah when good. it went south, what what happened? It got it got kind of goth. No, 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 no. Here's no? what happened. Yeah. I got it. Dave Navarro showed up, and that was it. <laughs> that was the end. Literally he walked in one day, like Dave Navarro was he there without a shirt. Destroyed everything on. beautiful. <laughs> he was there without a shirt on. We're like, oh, we're going home. Oh, oh my God, you're right. I know. It was actually a true story. Yeah. So. When it went south, it was because the scene changed as opposed to the, yeah, the clientele. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, clientele yeah. changed. And they became shirtless. Shirtless Dave Navarro is running around everywhere. <laughs> just, God. Painted gold. Our, wearing our, socks. Our singer, Alex, is a very talented guy. He's, uh, he's one of the best songwriters I know. And uh, he hates the Chili Peppers more than anyone I've ever met in really? my entire life. That's but terrible. And I think they're like all like really good musicians and... I think for him, it's Please, like, he's like so I don't talented. understand what the hell the guy's saying, the singer. So he's like, in his mind, he's like, I don't like that kind of stuff that you don't know what the guy's singing. Yeah, but you know? Rick Rubin, man. I don't know. He hates the Chili Peppers more than But Under anything. the Bridge in Californication. So good. No, I love it. Oh, no, I'm... Okay. I know we're just talking shit about our singer at this point, but like, <laughs> and he, he can't be here to defend himself, but... Which Yo, is the best kind of... like. I was just in Scotland, kind of and there was this... Uh, I was at a store like in, uh, in St. Andrews. It's a small town. 
and uh, there was a big like a like an end cap. Yeah, and it was the Red Hot Chili Pipers. And it was <laughs> it was bagpipers, and it was Jesus. incredible. Wow, that's, that's cool. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, Probably I'm better. <laughs> suddenly worried that my listeners, I suspect most of my listeners, are Red Hot Chili Pepper fans. Are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Are the, the actual <laughs> one. Flea is getting bent out of shape <laughs> right now. No. Um, uh, most of my listeners probably are familiar with you, but for the listeners who aren't, I'm concerned that they are going to hear both of you talking and they're not going to know who's who. Okay. So All let's right. just figure out right now, Jeff, you can chime in too, since you are a producer engineer, let's just figure out the differences in your voice so that they can just be like, oh, you're that one and you're that one. Yeah, I'm Jack, uh, bear a cat, bear and a cat, and I play an all-time low, and I'm the guest on the show, and I brought my friend... Justin Siegel, and I'm drinking Jack's beer. have very similar sounding voices. I know. They do, but Jack's... Jack's a little lower, right? Jack's a little lower and a little raspier. Jack. Oh, I like that. Wait, wait, do do your stage voice, because it goes up about like three octaves. Hey, guys, what's up? It's it's us, all-time low. We're here (laughs) hanging out. It's going to be a great show tonight. So just talk like that. Everyone talks on on stage. It's a different stage voice, for sure. Yeah. Everyone has one. Because you're projecting? I think it's because you're projecting. You're also a little nervous. Also, Jack is a huge Blink-182 fan, so he tries to sound like Tom DeLonge. (laughs) Damn it, Justin. (laughs) We weren't supposed to tell you that. (laughs) Justin, you were in... City Star- Comma State and right. Stars and Stereo. Stars and yeah. Stereo. Uh-huh. Who w- else was in Stars and Stereo? Stars and Stereo is a was a band. Uh, they broke up recently. I, I left after two years. Um, Jordan McGraw was in that band. He's Doctor Phil's son. Wow. Yeah, we can we can we can Please. get into that if you really want to. I. Jack doesn't I, want to. <laughs> why? Do you have a? Does, does no, he's, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. Friend of I, Jack's yeah, yeah. not a friend of mine anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. well, that sounds juicy. Okay, yeah. who else is in that band? Uh, Becca Hallcraft, who's big in Japan, very mm-hmm. big. <laughs> that is a cliche. <laughs> I love. Okay. Lo- it's a cliche, but it's so it's so true. true. She's huge in Japan. How do you get to be big in Japan? I don't. Th- I think do you, you have just to go show there? up to Japan. Okay, <laughs> I was actually I was talking about this with um, the, the conversation. One of the conversations we had was how uh, Japanese fans um, love good-looking artists and, like, you have to be really good. Like, like, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but their whole culture is so based off of fashion and looks. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it just, it's such a big thing about, you know, music not so much and looks so much over there, which is so bizarre to me. I mean, it's not that weird because it's the whole world is like that, but it's, that's the thing over there. That's true. It's interesting to hear it's, someone describe another culture as more shallow than no, ours. No, but like it's not in like a mean. I don't know. It's like no, it, so hard to explain. Or more, um, more into aesthetics. That that's a better way, way to say. It, yeah. So this Becca woman is hot, is what you're saying. She's a good looking girl. She's a good looking girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was funny. Like they were saying, like this one band. I won't name who they are. I know I'm just not naming anything, and it's confusing. All the names you aren't. Dropping, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, and they were like, "Why aren't we? We're working everywhere else. Why aren't we working in Japan?" And the head of the Japanese label was like, "You're fugly, lose like oh, lose God. weight." Yeah, oh, said, wow. said this to, oh, to what the band, band was it? <laughs> <laughs> you mother. no, but like, how crazy is that? Yeah, like no one in I don't know. That's terrible. I don't. You wouldn't say that to a band in the U.S. You know. It's just, eh, all right. I Puts mean, all right. Wait, hang on. Yeah. Pussycat so, doll story. <laughs> well, that okay. The yeah. first, my very first experience in a rehearsal room, yeah, in L.A. with any group was with the Pussycat Dolls and. The head of the label at the time gave a speech, and at the time it was like eighteen girls. He gave the speech to the girls. Because he got also was eighteen girls. It was eighteen girls because it was a it was a it was a troupe that performed at the Roxy every week. Okay, so it was eighteen girls rotating eighteen girls. And the head of the label gave a speech to the Pussycat Dolls and told them they all need to be anorexic aliens. 
That is a direct quote. Holy shit. Yeah. What's the alien part mean? I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, the top of your head needs to be huge. You right. need to be gray. You kind of need to look gray. Big, yeah, big yeah. eyes, no ears. Yeah. Um, tri- all wearing the same face. outfit. Yeah. Really long arms and legs. Right. Greenish, which you'll get to with enough anorexia. Wow. God, okay. That's crazy. So this band then that received this information, we yeah. can deduce that they're a little chunky. Um, Harvey Danger. <laughs> <laughs> My music references are so old. Yes. Be so honest, was it Patrick? Uh, definitely not Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. Flea's a skinny guy. So, Jack, you... Um, when did you start playing music? Uh, I was I was 11 years old, and wow. I, I got one of those $250 guitar packages that comes with the amp and everything included for Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, I cried. And... Because uh, it's what you wanted or because it's not what you wanted? It wasn't the right color. What color was it? I wanted black. It was a blue guitar. Oh, man. I was like, Mom, come what on. Get one job, Mom. So bad. One job. But uh, He still cries when he sees a guitar. Yeah. So <laughs> I covered it in stickers. I was like, I'll make it look black. But, um, and so I'd sit down and listen to Blink-182 albums and look at tabs. And that's how I learned. Terrible way to learn how to play guitar. Did you ever take lessons or did you just teach yourself? I did for like three weeks. I was like, mm, he's like, scales. Uh, playing to a metronome. I was like, nope. Not, not into it. Mm. You don't want to do that when you're 11, 12. You just want to rock out on the stage, you know? Um, as you evolved as a player at some point, did you come around to being like, oh, maybe I should be able to, whatever, play to a metronome or know more music theory, that kind of stuff? Yeah, like 15, 16 years later when we were like doing Wembley, I was like, shit, I wish I'd done those scales. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up. I should have learned that. that uh, should I, I wish so much that I, I cared about that stuff when I was younger, mm-hmm. but they got to the point where we started to see some success and I was just like, well, I can be successful as a shitty guitar player and it's working. So I had no motivation, which is such a terrible thing to say. And, but you know, our fans know, I say, I say that to like, they, <laughs> they know our singer makes fun of me. It's fine. But I've gotten a lot better from playing, but, uh, I don't know scales and, you learned, and music You just theory. learned a whole album's worth of material for that Starland show in about a week. True. I mean, like, you know, you become a better player but uh, just from doing it, but I, I don't know anything about music theory, or, and I wish I did. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd cared more when I was younger about right. that stuff. You born in Lebanon? Yeah. Right? But you grew up in Maryland, right? Correct, Baltimore, yeah. When did you move to Baltimore? I was like three, two or three. Okay, so do you? what's your earliest memory? It's actually crazy. I, I, don't, I don't remember this, but my... my I was born in 88, which mm-hmm. is like when Beirut was being bombed and it was heavily under war. And my parent, my mom, my dad was working at Hopkins in Maryland at the time, trying to make money and sending it back to my mom. What does he do? Uh, OBGYN, retired, but yeah, mm-hmm. delivered me as well, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was super illegal in the US, but in Lebanon, no. They have worse things to worry about than <laughs> right. dad's delivering Can I deliver kids. babies in Lebanon? Yeah, right. Maybe. Sick. Honestly. <laughs> I'm moving. Um, so... My dad was working at Hopkins and sending money back to my mom in Lebanon, and the war started. And so she fled with my two, with my brother and sister, who are 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. I was a baby. And so my mom, like this crazy, powerful woman, uh, like baby in her arms, two kids at her side, got on a, like fled bombing, mid bombing, keep in mind. Right, mid bomb. Mid bombing, like of the cities, to. Uh, a hovercraft because that's what they would use to get around the Mediterranean back then. Mm-hmm. Jack, it's not the future. What are you talking about? I know, about? right? Like hovercraft <laughs> boats that were like basically like boats that I guess float all like a foot above the water and like it's crazy. I didn't know these exist. Yeah, yeah. Either. You should Google it. They're, okay. they're weird. They're not as cool as you would think. 
They just looked like boats with big rubber things under them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she fled to the to the harbor, got on a hovercraft mid attacks, uh, took a hovercraft to Cyprus. That was the closest port, and flew to London, and then met up with my dad in Lebanon or in Baltimore. It's wow. crazy, crazy. How old was your mom at the time? Uh, thirty, mid thirties, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, yeah, my brother and sister were. I was one, so they were ten and nine. It's crazy. Like they remember it, you know. Right. And so uh, it was nuts. And ever since then, I just I feel like I've had a privileged life. Yeah. Do you know for your? Um... I don't tell that story. I've told that story maybe once. By the way, I never yeah. tell that story. We we don't do very many serious interviews or anything. So there's something that yeah. I say when yeah. someone tells me something that they haven't said before. I feel like I could literally tell do you. you have it? Or life. should I just oh. yell it? Podcast boner. Woo! <laughs> All right. That's oh, shit. I, I, just that's... Pe- I just peaked that shit. I'm sorry. Podcast boner. Oh, <laughs> we do have it. <laughs> um, so for you, I imagine the adjustment was probably pretty easy because you were so young. Yeah. Do you know for your siblings if that was crazy adjusting to Baltimore life after? I, I imagine it, it would have been. Uh, They're probably st- pretty happy, to be honest, mm-hmm. to just kind of yeah. like be like, okay, like scared, but like just ready to have a normal life so right and they're awesome now they both live in new york city and have great jobs so they're they're good people what was your childhood like after that Mm, you know i grew up in one of those neighborhoods which is like the neighborhood every kid dreams about growing up in where there's like 60 70 kids and everyone hangs out and plays tag every night and it was the best it was awesome so i had a great childhood Mm -hmm. baltimore suburbs like really nice area not like rich but just like just normal Suburban neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound nice. East Coast suburb, like something out of a movie. It's cool. What about you, Justin? Where'd you grow up? I grew up with everyone's grandparents in Boca Raton, Florida. <gasps> my grandma was there for yeah, half the year. I know she was. <laughs> along with I my... Know. Wow. I know. Along, Creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah is, I, know, I knew her. She lives in Broken Sound. Great woman. <laughs> um, were you the youngest person by 90 years? Just about. It's, it's like literally no nothing to do there. Yeah. It, it's just golf and tennis and old people and and like three kids playing music. It's funny. Sometimes like we'll just go to hang out with your parents sometime and stay there and it's so relaxing. It's, it's like vacation. It's like vacation. I mean, it's South Florida. It's an hour north of Miami. It's The weather's amazing and, you know, country, you, country you clubs. I'm from, I was born in Oakland, grew up in Orange County, wow. California, lived in New York for a bunch of years, came back five years ago. Okay. So I'm from, from here, basically. You so, in Manhattan? Yeah. I did. Manhattan and then Brooklyn. Nice. So growing up on the East Coast, um, California was like uh, not a real place to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I never actually knew anyone from there. Uh, I, the only thing I saw about it was in the movies. So the first time I came out here was on tour. And my, I was like, this is a whole different world. It felt like literally a different planet. What about it felt so alien? Um, it's going to sound weird, but just the way the actual cities look, like, this, like the structures, the architecture, the buildings, like I, it reminded me of the Middle East, some of like the actual like Mediterranean <laughs> houses, uh-huh. honestly, because in Lebanon, we do like the red roofs and the right. clay roofs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But on the East Coast, like you'll never see a house like that, no. at least not in Baltimore. And uh, so it was it was so weird. I'd never seen anything like it. Like houses in like the hills reminded me of of, of Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And um, it blew my mind. It actually like blew my mind. It was crazy. And where do you live now? Kind of nowhere, but ba- Baltimore. And I'm I'm here all the time. So we're, we toured in 10 months out of the year. Wow. So, yeah. Have you always liked... Do you like touring? Have you always liked touring? Yeah. It's always been... 
we started doing it. Uh, we got signed in high school. That's Senior crazy. Year of, my mom signed my first record deal. I was too young. <laughs> I was 17. And uh, we signed February of uh, 2006 on Valentine's Day. Uh, I was a senior in high school. I graduated in June. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we signed in February, graduated in June, and went on the road. Warped tour. So, wow. Yeah. What? Um, no showers. No showers. No showers. I went this... Now I'm just bragging. <laughs> I'm just bragging about being a million years old, but... I went to the Warp Tour before it became the Warp Tour. Um, there were these two shows that were like the. It was they did them again the next year and called it the Warp Tour, but it was called Board in OC and Board in South Bay. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm was, sure. Was it Kevin Lyman? Same yes, guy. No, it was Kevin Lyman. Yeah. Wow. And they were supposed Board in OC was supposed to be held in Irvine, but I forget what made them move it to the Olympic Velodrome. So Borden OC and Borden South Bay were both held at the Olympic Velodrome. Who played? That's what I'm trying to remember. It was probably maybe like Sublime. Had to be Blink. Yeah. Um, No, Blink wasn't, Blink wasn't, uh, they didn't do it till like they had at least an album, I think. At least a couple, one or two Warped Tours in, I think. I think the Skeletones played a side stage, a band called Vitamin L played a side stage. Um, I'm, was that made up of members that didn't join Vitamin C? Yeah, I was just thinking of Vitamin C. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just remembering was that song, the what was that song bands. that she had like a graduate? It was like everyone used it for graduations. Oh gosh, yeah. What was I, the, I, what I was the song? song? The Vitamin C song. Do you remember? Mm-mm, I oh don't. Oh my god. We gotta add this in post. I know. <laughs> gotta, Jeff, can you look? See if can you see if you can find the, the bands that played board is B O A R D in O C and board in South Bay. Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. Perfect. Okay, so let's get back to your 11, huge Blink-182 fan, mm-hmm. teach yourself how to play. How did you get from there to then being signed at 17? Yeah, we started in uh, we started our band, Same Four Dudes, in ninth grade. And you guys all went to school together? Is that yeah. how you knew each other? Yeah, three of us went to the same high school. One of us went to a rival school. And uh, every single day after, after school, we'd go and practice. Every single day. And by practice, I mean we'd play covers, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Right. And uh, yeah, where did you guys? Did you guys have a garage or? Yeah, yeah. we started in our, our singer uh, on the second floor of his house. He had a, just a big empty room. Mm-hmm. And you all had parents who were all supportive of this. That's the only way it would have worked. Right. They were the whole time. They were just like driving us to practice, That's driving so us cool. to shows. It was really cool. Um, if even one of them had not been into it, I don't think it would have worked. Yeah. Honestly. Um. So we we're lucky. And yeah, we just would play. We play shows, and our friends would go. And like we weren't that band like that was unpopular and and weird and you know we had a lot of friends every mm-hmm. all of us did so we we'd bring like hundred hundred fifty people to the shows and it'd be our our friends and so uh, that hundred fifty people turned into eventually us doing seven hundred people a night in our hometown when you were still in high school still in high school that's crazy which is cool and like you think everyone's like oh my god you guys must have been so cool just walking around the hallways just like yo what's up what's up no like we were not cool at all. We signed a record deal. I mean, in the sense that no one cared, really. Why? Why did no one care? Um, I just, I mean, because cause there was a couple bands at the school, and they didn't, they were just like, okay, it's just another, they're, they're popular, and they, they're a good band, but like, what's that going to turn into, you know? Are the other bands from your school well-known? No, no, they never, oh. yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like friends with, like, I'm like, one of them like lives with me now in Baltimore. Like, oh, I take that back. No, that's fine, whatever. He's a good, he's a good friend. He's but it's just so funny like you know uh yeah 
it's weird. They're like, I don't know why, but we made it and they didn't. But uh, suck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there's surprisingly little information about those two shows, but. I from, made it up. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never heard of that. <laughs> like, is it real? <laughs> from what I can see, uh, Bad Religion. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Skank and Pickle. Sick of it all. Oh, yeah. Stank and Pickles. Uh-huh. I haven't heard that name since then. I, I haven't know. heard that name since ever. <laughs> yeah, no you're a little young for that. Yeah, right. No use for a name. Yep. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw them open for uh, Pennywise once. Sam I Am. Good mm-hmm. band. I like them. Uh, face to Face and yeah. L7. Oh, my face gosh. Face to Face. That's a band. Yeah. Was that Board in OC or Board in South Bay or? What a show. That's like the face. Godfather. So, right uh, Board in South Bay. It's funny okay. that you say face to face because uh, the first time I met our drummer was oh, yeah. in the first week of high school mm-hmm. and he was in my French class and uh, he was sitting behind me and I heard and someone told me that day that that's the best drummer in the school. So he's wearing a face to face shirt and the first thing I ever said to him, I turned around right behind me in French class and go, hey man, do you like face to face? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm wearing the fucking shirt. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, it's the first thing I ever said to our drummer. He's like, now, you know, my best friend. <laughs> Never let you live it down. Yeah, ninth grade, you know, 13 years old. Um, when you were growing up, did you think about what you wanted to be when you were an adult? Or was it like very clear what direction you were going always? Yeah, we were just so, we were like, this is what we're doing. We're going to be in a band. We're going to make it. Everyone's always like, man, did you guys know that you're going to make it? And we're like, yes. Like we knew that we knew that we didn't know we we're going to make it, but we knew like that's what we we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we you were confident? Do you ever? I mean, it's 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 really fascinating. I almost feel like I'm talking to and please take this the way in, in the right way. Red Hot Chili like, Peppers member. Yeah. <laughs> Flea, mm-hmm. basically. Um, no, I feel like I'm talking to like the music version of a, a child star kind of, cause you've been doing it for so long. You know what? It, yeah. Okay. But uh, the thing is we never had that overnight success. We weren't like an overnight success story. We were like a painstakingly. So took forever mm-hmm. to, it was like really slow, slow build. You know, we signed to an indie, we did warp tour. We, we didn't have a radio hit ever. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it is never, mm-hmm. but that's so the just, difference yeah. between, I think your reference like a, of a child star and these dudes because and coming from a third person perspective like a child star gets wrapped up in Hollywood and they may be a little bit over it and it's still just four dudes from Baltimore like literally uh, you know in every way it's just regular right. dudes you don't get the sense that they've made it and mm. when you talk to any yeah. of them even though someone might have gone out with some famous people uh oh oh yeah oh here uh, we go what are you talking about? Holly, <laughs> Holly Madison. Yeah. Oh, boy. And was that, was she was Pussycat Dolls. So she was, uh, she did it. Right? She did, I think she did the doll show in, at the Roxy. Did she? Before me. I, so I don't know, but I'm sure she then. would. I'm sure she would have. It makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I was 21. I was awesome. Like, I was 21. She was 31. And I was like, I think it was a good time for all of us, it, really. It was a really fun time. It was really cool. She lived in Vegas. I would go and live like a king in Vegas. How'd you meet her? Um, so. I we were on tour at Good Charlotte, mm-hmm. and Benji was dating her, <laughs> and so it, no, it's it doesn't. Is this not? It's not as shitty as this sounds. Okay. Like <laughs> starting to sound shitty, but it's actually not. Um, and so I was watching Good Charlotte, and she was on the side of stage, and I introduced myself. I was like, "Hi, I'm Jack. I'm uh, very attracted to you." No, <laughs> um, I was like, "Hi, I'm Jack," and like she's like, "Benji's told me so much about you because Benji was like my guy on that tour." He, they, I am in love with your impression of her. Good Charlotte like took us under their wing, and you know what? She she talked like that, but she was actually like she was very smart. 
Yeah, she, 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 she seems like it. She's actually. a very smart yeah. girl. Um, I'm just that's my generic like blonde girl. Oh, voice. I know. Yeah. No, I know. Um, but, all um, women have a generic dude voice too. So. I'm sure. Hey, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that's when you're when you're <laughs> saying something negative. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, I introduced myself and Benji. You know, Benji told me so much about you, and he was kind of a bigger brother on that tour. And uh, tour ended, and I was at your house. Yeah, I remember it exactly. I was at your house, and we we decided. So we heard the story that if you have a black card, you can do anything you want. Like an American Express, American Express yeah, we black in, card. Okay, we were we were in a car. Yes, we were in an Escalade picking up. Alex, Jack Singer. Right, just four guys from, from Baltimore, Valley. though. Just four guys from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. That's actually totally my fault. <laughs> but we were on the way back over the hill. We were in the valley. We were driving over the hill. We had picked up Alex from being drunk somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and we were driving over, and this conversation started about the black card. Yes. And it, it, was, it was about the bathtub full of cheese. Yeah, we like we we googled what? some stories. Like, if you have a black card, you can get anything you want. There's you, a guy. Who, a there's a, is there like a number on the card? There's a a concierge. Line, yeah. So there's okay. a guy who travels around the country who does quality control for this apparently. Uh-huh. And he, one time, the rumor is, one time he ordered a bathtub full of cheese just to see if they would do it. Right, it's like his brown. M&Ms. And they did it. Now it was like Sunday at like three at yeah, this time, three p.m. So we're having this conversation. Day drunk, completely day drunk. Sure. Having this conversation, maybe drunk from the night before, having this conversation. And at the same time, we like passed a jumpy house, you know, like a bounce house, mm-hmm. like, like a kid's party. And no. so, who had you were like? I think it was your idea. Yeah, I was like, well, let, let's let's get a bouncy house <laughs> and throw a party, and let's test this. Amex. Let's test this Amex out. So we yeah. called Amex and we're like, hey, we're throwing a party. It's Sunday at three p.m. We need a bouncy house now. And they're like, uh, it's Sunday. We'll call you back in 45 minutes. By six, it was at my house. By wow. six, we had a bouncy castle at the house. And like we invited like 30 people over. Yeah, it was amazing. And we just had a party with a bouncy castle. But so I tweeted a picture of it, you know, of course. Or not, was it a tweet? Was, yeah, was yeah, Twitter it was back tweet. then? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Well, how old am I? 27? No, six, six years ago yeah. was it Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tweeted it and yeah, it must have been Twitter. Yeah. I tweeted a picture of it and she direct messaged me. And she's like... Oh my god, you seem so fun, or something. <laughs> like she um, tweets in the same voice. Like where did you, <laughs> <laughs> I love where, it. Like where did you get this uh, bouncy castle? And I immediately text Benji. I'm like, uh, Holly just hit me up. Like, is is this is this cool? He's like, Oh, we broke up like a couple months ago. It wasn't working. You just talked to her. Have like, at her. Have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Jack. No, hang on. Just to just to to. to oh, there was an hour freakout phase where I'm like. Oh my god! No, Twenty-one. On. Before, you're like, I'm sure she just wants to be friends. She basically I was did. like, yeah. Jack, I want to have sex with you. He's like, Oh, she probably just wants to be friends. <laughs> I was like, completely, yeah. I was completely. I was so young, and I never talked to anyone like that. Even someone that much older than me. Mm-hmm. That I, by the way, two weeks before all this happened, I I've had this blonde streak in my hair, mm-hmm. and I and I had a revelation. I was like, I need to dye this brown if I want to meet older women. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember this conversation? Completely. Do you remember this? I, I was remember like, this completely. I was like, I was like, I want to meet. I want to date older girls. Like, girls my age. I don't know, all they want to do is party. And they, they won't take me seriously. At so, twenty one. Yeah, you I don't had know. This, and I you're know, talking about dying the streak brown, right? I'm weird. Um, yes, I am. Okay. Yes. And so Justin was like, "All right, well, let's dye your hair." So we dyed my hair brown. Two weeks later, it worked. You got an older woman. It did work, man. That's good. But uh, yeah, so we. Uh, um, yeah, we just we started hanging out, and I I was under, I was completely like, no, she doesn't want to hook up, blah blah blah. Mm. And one day I get this text. She says, "I'm flying to Disney tomorrow. I'm in LA. Mm-hmm. I'm flying to Disney tomorrow. You should come." I was like, "Uh, what?" 
<laughs> like that's such a weird request. Can we talk about how the you should come is yeah. like literally the girl's way of being like, please date me. Oh, uh, completely. Is that true? You should For come, you? Per- period. Like, yeah, you like, should come, you should be period. There. You should be there. Yes. I feel I'm like that's very, if, it's very... Why else would you say yeah. It's a thing. I'm trying to think if there's any time you would say that when you just are thinking of the guy as just a friend. I don't think so. Yeah, it's no very... Way. That's when I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is pretty cool. And then is that when you started dating? Yeah, we um, I, f- I flew out to Orlando literally next morning, which is kind of ridiculous. And oh, I thought she meant she was coming to Disneyland. No, Disney World, Orlando. Like, wow. I was in LA. She was mm-hmm. in Vegas where she lived, and she's like, "I'm flying to Orlando tomorrow. You should come." Oh, that's a that's a bigger. And I was like, commitment. "That's when I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh. that's this is a thing. This is actually happening." So yeah. So, uh, you guys went out for ten months. Is that right? Yeah, about that. And then what happened? Uh, she broke it off. She was just like, she uh, wanted mini jacks. She want what well, she wanted. She, she wanted, wanted like a like normal. She wanted like a like a dude that's around, and you mm-hmm. know, she wanted a family. She always did. Yeah, yeah I was, that was not happening. I was, <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm on tour. I'm I'm 21. No, were you bummed? Yeah, I was. I was. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a bad breakup. I was bummed for like two weeks. I was like, oh my god, but then I was. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the last girlfriend I ever had. By the way, really? Yeah, I'm 27. <laughs> Wait, I thought you went out with so so it had no effect on me at all. Like no, I thought you dated Abigail Breslin. Oh, oh no, I did not. Do you have one of those horns? Of course he does. <laughs> he, has, he has everything. <laughs> oh, that's much better. I promise, that's more suiting. Uh, no, I never actually did date Abby. Oh, was um, that okay? So what's the story there? We we were just friends, and we. She's the reason why I got so close to Abby is because she's a great she's a great artist. She like writes amazing songs, is a great singer, and I think that's the only reason why like we connected. Because other than that, like I don't have much in common with an, an actress, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, we connected, became good friends. Like, she came went, to a show once. right? She came to a show. We yeah, went yeah, to yeah. I went to a couple events with her. I didn't like walk down the carpet or anything. Yeah. Just went with her, and they just she's an excellent human. Up, they just made up stories. Um, yeah. that was literally a case of. People just making stuff That's up. Literally, yeah, yeah. Was, one of here's those, a photo yeah. of the two of you, and the paparazzi just ran with it. Yeah, they just, just, just made it. Up. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a hundred times more articles about you two dating than the Borden OC concert. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Ke- sorry, Kevin. According to the internet, yeah, yeah. Borden OC never happened, and they're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Voodoo glow skulls. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. They also played. Sorry. I'm pretty sure they became someone else. I can't remember who. Did they? It became really? another. Yeah, I think so. Maybe not. I don't um, know. And all y'all ska bands look alike. <laughs> a band called One Eye Open. They were from Anaheim. Wow. Oh yeah, that's and a, a Third called- Eye Blind's little brother, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe a band called Knockout. Now I'm just naming bands that I remember. I'm not sure if any. Oh yeah, they were them. a band. They must have been at that <laughs> festival. <laughs> it was pretty magical. My butt's really sweaty. I'm like sweating. Is that weird? Yeah. Is it hot in here or no, just, just your get, butt's hot? I get nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. Where's Wendy? I need her around me. <laughs> she's she's under my chair farting, which is a Dave Matthews band. I thought that was just... I mean, a Dave it Matthews band Dave, song. Dave, <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> joke, under my chair and farting. went so sideways. <laughs> oh. Did it frustrate you or bug you uh, that there were all these articles saying that you were dating Abigail Breslin? No, it, that stuff doesn't bother me unless it was like... I mean, it'd have to be a pretty bad person for me to get bummed about that. I was mm-hmm. just like... I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I never addressed that stuff. 
because that just feeds into it. And so I'm just like, this will be gone in a week. Mm. Apparently, it's not gone. It's still on the internet. Right. I mean, if it's like the kind of thing, if you comment on it, it lives. It lives. Yeah, yeah. So I just didn't comment. Oh, I know know exactly what you mean. Um, So it's interesting to me. Sorry to interrupt. Like, poor Abby. Like, like our fans, fans, you know, they're very protective of of bands they love as, you know, which is nice to have that kind Mm -hmm. of fan. But uh, I felt so bad. I think she got... She might have got some shit online. <laughs> because people wanted you to be single? Yeah, maybe. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a For thing. For sure it's a that's thing. That's a total thing. It's interesting to me that at 21, you decided you wanted to date older women. Mm. Because you felt... Why was that? I have no idea. I mean, that's just... I guess it was cool to like want to... I don't know what it was. I think it's because it wasn't until I came out to LA. Really? really? When... I don't know. I just all you, the adult hangouts. All the adult hangouts. LA makes a like does such a good job of just making you grow up really fast, or at least pretend like you're growing up. You know, <laughs> just, you get thrown in these like, in, you get thrown into these weird meetings and weird hangouts, and you're just like, oh, I could, I could be that guy. I could be, I could go on like real dates. Mm-hmm. Where uh, are you now with all that? You're you're 27, is that right? Mm-hmm. And you haven't had a girlfriend in a while, yeah. but. Do you date? Yeah, I, like I, I think dating is like I love it. I love meeting girls and getting to know them, and I think it's so fun. All of them. Yes. Did you say all of it or all of them? All of, all of them. them. <laughs> and do you tend to like older women or younger women or or all of them? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like at this point, my people close to my age. I I really you know as I relate to people who are closely my yeah. age. Yeah. I feel like that happens because yeah. I. I used to always like older guys, mm-hmm. like like way too old for me. Always, always, always. That's a thing. A lot, of, yeah. Yeah, I think like, it, I think there's something really. F- at the time, it feels really flattering that this person who's so much older right. thinks that you're mature enough to want to hang out with you. Then you like little. Then you know you look back on it. and You're like, no, there's something weird about someone wanting to date <laughs> someone twenty years younger. Yeah, twenty years is insane. That's yeah. crazy. But then as I got older the guys that I liked sort of, they all kind of, it, I sound like Matthew McConaughey, but like they kind of stayed the same. So then eventually I caught up and like my husband <laughs> wow. is two years older than I am now. Okay. Yeah. So I, which is good because I would not now want to be with someone 20 years older yeah. than I am. No, like that uh, what do you away. talk about? Uh, what do you have in common, especially now? It's crazy. Yeah. My dad's 13 years older than my mom, but it never, that never seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My but parents I guess are 16 years apart. 16, yeah. Which... You know, it sounds weird, but I don't know. It's maybe it's not that weird. I think I think it's I think actually age is just a number, and I think when yeah. two people connect, they yeah. they do. Like you know, I'm 27, I act like I'm 15, and <laughs> I'm sure there's girls out there who are 15 and act like they're 40. You know what I mean? Oh, so I know what I wanted to ask you from before. That wasn't like a creepy thing, by the way. It just that was like a mental thing. Like she super became, creepy. Yeah, that's weird. Creepy. No, it, it didn't seem creepy. Cool. What I wanted to ask you before. I think it was in the interview where you were talking about the Rockwell. You mentioned that you like to party mm. a lot. Now, for me, party is usually code for more than drinking. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Drinking and drugs and just really? having a good yeah. time. Wait, seriously? You- I like to party means like I like to do a bunch of blow? That's what I think of really? it as. Why? Because yeah. that's, 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 that's just, old school. Is it? That's old school. What does it mean now? Uh, I I just think it means like stand on the bar and just like take shots. I don't know, like Cabo or some shit. Like just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's having a good time. Was like was is I like to party like the the equivalent of having your like your one pant leg rolled up and then. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people throw shoes over a telephone yeah. wire. I don't. I still don't know what that. You know what's crazy? Like I can. I can say this. Like no one in our band has ever even tried cocaine. Oh, really? How? Yeah. It's like which is like ridiculous. You and guys joke can, about it a lot on your podcast. Do we? Oh well, yeah. We, we yeah. Just, yeah. But like. Uh, it's crazy. Like I, I'm, like I'm like proud of our dudes. I'm like it's cr- like we and you know if there's anyone that probably would have done it, probably would have been me. But uh, yeah, because you're the most. Um, yeah, I'm the only one that's single, and I go out and. Um, but yeah, we just never became that drug band. You know, like all of us have smoked weed, of mm-hmm. course. Every, I mean, it's not weird to say that. And but like none of us really smoke weed. You know, we're not that kind of band. We just rather just go to a bar and just have a couple bourbons honestly like just drink right which is cool you know i mean it's the reason why we're all still together i think or one of the reasons that is good yeah Yeah. um you guys if you're going to a party this year and you need an ugly christmas sweater Mm. which everyone needs you know where you should go you should go to tipsy elves do you guys watch shark tank i have seen it watched it two times i loved it yeah it's great so glad i asked because uh (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) tipsy elves uh we're on Shark Tank, and cool. have a, uh, and so it's like a for people who are into Shark Tank, they're especially awesome. But whether you're into Shark Tank or not, they're just awesome because they have all your ugly Christmas sweater needs and other products. Uh, and by the way, these are not for the faint of heart. If you would like an ugly sweater that has elves doing naughty things, reindeers doing naughty things. I would things. like all these things. Yeah, check out tipsyelves.com. I, l- I have an ugly sweater Christmas party on Saturday. I you prob- better I get on there. I'm there. Get on I'm going to wear it at the church on Christmas morning. <laughs> and while you're shopping for your ugly sweater, check out the other holiday and collegiate attire for yourself or as a gift like adult onesies. You can never have too many adult onesies. Right now, my listeners get 20% off tipsyelves.com on anything they order on the site. Go do this now so you have the best selection to choose from and have it in time for your ugly Christmas sweater party, Justin. Go to tipsyelves.com, T-I-P-S-Y-E-L-V-E-S.com. Enter my code BESTFRIEND at checkout to get your 20% site-wide discount. That's tipsyelves.com and then enter my code BESTFRIEND. So, Full Frontal Radio Podcast, Radio Podcast. We haven't determined what the actual name is. I'm um, so, I feel so bad for sweating this much in your seat. It's fine. Okay, sorry. Just sit on Wendy. When you stand up, is there going to be like a, is there going to be? It's not like, going to be like a puddle situation. <laughs> it's not going to be a puddle situation. Is there going to be a, a wet butt mark there? Pu- yeah, for sure. But it's not totally like a puddle. Fine. Okay. Okay. You it's might want to burn this chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I have um, six of them, so it's <laughs> fine. Um, wait, what was... Oh, yeah, your podcast. So how did that... How, how and when did that start? Uh, so basically, me and our singer, Alex, we have a lot of banter on stage. We, I think that's what separates our live show from other bands doing what we do, is we just kind of shoot the shit and make fun of the crowd, make fun of ourselves. And so we decided to kind of do an extension of that as a, as a podcast form. And uh, it was kind of a way to also say things that are a little more fucked up than what we would say on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, we say some like weird stuff on stage, but there's also a lot of parents at the shows and also like more like recently, like a lot of really young fans. How young? Um, I, sometimes you see like, like, kids. like, like 10, 11 year olds. Mm-hmm. I mean, mostly, you know, it's like, it's eight, 15 to 24 year old girls. Mostly that's our, I'd say our fan base. Um, 70, 30 girls, guys. And, Oh uh, yeah, recently I've been seeing like younger kids. I don't know if it's because of five seconds of summer, you know, whatever it is. But um, but so we have full frontal where we can literally say anything we want. And granted, we, we still say some like pretty fucked up shit on, on stage. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just, it was just a way to kind of 
have a, another way to connect with our fans and say some weird things. How long have you guys been doing it? Probably like a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has the format always uh, involved doing news as well as other stuff? Yeah. we. Um, so our lighting guy, Jeff, who's been with us for many years, he's our lighting designer. He's unbelievable. He's so good. Uh, used to have a radio show in, in college, so he kind of helps us make it a real thing. And I guess he's our producer. And uh, it just started off, he just was like, let's do news, let's do this. And like weird news that people wouldn't really hear about from other places unless you read Huffington Post. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's just cool. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone likes it, but it's just fun to do. <laughs> well, you do a lot of live podcasts, right? We just started at this this tour. Oh, really? Okay. And, um, it was really cool. Yeah. How do you like doing them live versus studio? Oh, so weird because we so we have to we do them the show day, mm. so we have to do them at like eleven a.m. But to be honest, like I like to get loose before I do podcast or or that's code or for anything. drink. Yeah, I like to drink. I like to get loose. That's I don't like, what is that? What do you think? Like, get loose? It's not let's party. It's not cocaine. No, no, no. I know. I get know. loose. loose. Is, get, get drunk. Yeah. yeah. All right. So get loose is drinking. Let's party is cocaine. I yes. think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, so, we got so it. We I don't like the party before Fofana. I like to get loose. And um, so we were like drinking mimosas and bloody marys at like every morning at like well those are morningish drinks for sure yeah. but then the thing is like we'd have to play a show at like nine thirty. Oh, so the day was like really long because i'd get like kind of a little a little drunk at like 11 a.m mm-hmm. made the days really long but it was really fun i think the shows might have suffered a little bit like the actual like shows at night because of it but it was fun mm-hmm. um do you Will you go back to doing them in the studio? Or you were saying you do them on a tour bus, right? Yeah, we just like we have like a laptop set up in the in our back back lounge of our tour bus, and it's just three. You only mics. do it on tour, don't you? Yeah, we only do it on tour because uh, everyone's just kind of doing their own thing when we're home, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we probably could get together, but you know, Ryan, our drummer who engineers it, lives in a different city and moved to what? He moved today. He just moved to Nashville today. Yeah, so it's like we all kind of do our own thing, and it's easier to do it when everyone's together. And you had an album come out in. April of this year, is that right? Oh uh, yeah, or April. April. Yeah. Okay. And it was our first number one album. And was, thank you. But like, you think like after like five albums, you hit a ceiling. <laughs> and that's how we felt. This was our sixth album. Hit a ceiling in terms of what do you mean? I think like how you know you, how big you can get, how big you think your band's gonna get. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt I felt we felt like we hit a ceiling. We're like, which we were fine with. Not like that's it sounds negative, but it was not negative. Right, we, you were happy with where you we're were. happy where we were, and we accepted it. We're like, okay, cool. Like we have a great fan base. We are doing really cool venues. So if we can just do this for ten more years, it's great. And then we released this album on an independent label. Went number one in the U.S. and the U.K., which you know blew our mind. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. This we're like, oh shit! Like maybe we can actually do this for more than ten years. I don't know. Have you started writing new material? Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's what we're going to use this this break for. We have two months off from touring, and we're not going to use it to break. Really, we're just going to mm. yeah. Cool. Let's take some questions that people sent in over Twitter. Oh god. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Here we go. Let's find the questions. Okay. Leaky loves ne- Neil, Nile. It's got to be Nile. Nile. 
If there was a guy in One Direction named Neil, though, that'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's Harry. Uh, oh shit, who else is name? Neil. <laughs> Neil. Harry and Neil. Harry and Neil. <laughs> it's like two dads. <laughs> if you could be trapped. <laughs> It's Glenn, Glenn. <laughs> and Eugene. Rick. Yeah. Uh, if you could be trapped in a TV show, which one would it be and why? Ooh, good question. Definitely not the new season of Fargo because everyone dies. Spoiler alert. Um, Adventure Time. Oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shows, Adventure Time. I'm, oh, Adventure Time. Adventure yeah. Time, yeah. It's so good. And it's just like, it's just two friends that literally don't do anything except explore uncharted lands and help people i think it's so i mean it's so rad all right same person now normally i wouldn't take two from the same person but these ones are good if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be spaghetti bolognese okay which is healthy you answered that fast really healthy is that your favorite i had that for for breakfast yesterday by the way (laughs) um okay m says what does the band smell like like her name is at m just the letter it's at skittles meh but um okay. skittles man yeah <laughs> how do you feel about skittles <laughs> but but her avatar or his avatar yeah. is a bag of skittles interesting <laughs> uh yeah okay so what does the band smell like skittles skittles um uh the band smells uh i'm gonna be honest with you three of us smell really really good mm-hmm. like we layer on that cologne like we're like I don't know, like Tom Ford, yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> real, Tom, like, good, like, real like nice good things. shit, yeah, um, yeah, like Ryan wears Tom Ford. I will like wear like some Bulgari, you know, uh, like we were like good shit. Is very uh, fancy. Is Alex up until he was twenty, like two, I, wore bod. Do you know what bod is? No. It's a body spray. It's, it's a body. <laughs> you, you know buy it? You, you can buy it on the television. Oh, no, no, no. Dude, you buy it. So it's like this, like, it's, first of all, it's like neon blue. And it's a plastic, basically like Windex squirt bottle. Mm-hmm. And he, he'll hate me for saying this, but he wore it till he's like 22. You buy it like $7 like at CVS. Mm-hmm. Is it like Axe? Yeah, but like it's worse, worse than Axe. <laughs> it's, wow. it's what you buy when you're in seventh yeah. grade and you're going to a dance. And he did that and then kept doing it for mm-hmm. so long because so many girls would compliment him on how he smelled, <laughs> which is insane. And maybe just, I think they maybe, were just lying. Uh, maybe they're lying, but maybe it's actually smelled. I mean, he smells pretty good. You're going you to go buy some bod. Good. Like some of those, some of those cheapo ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's good. made for the masses, maybe mm-hmm. it does actually smell pretty good. Right. Yeah. Give yeah. a shot. That's really a rock and roll power move though. You could spray yourself with something really crappy and, and then wait and see how many girls tell you Ooh, it smells like awesome. Yeah. JB. <laughs> You got to do it. It's a WD-40. Okay. TG Jesus says, uh, what's your favorite brand of cereal? Ooh, big question. Mm -hmm. The hard hitting questions. Yeah. Gotta go cookie crisp. Super healthy. Really? Yeah. You seem surprised, Justin. What did you think he was going to say? Well, you know, Jack and I were roommates for a long time. I thought maybe like Rice Krispies treat cereal you might go Never with. Never get into that. No, it's super good. There Never are did. Rice Krispies treat cereal? Come on. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing. I didn't. Wh- like what shape are they in? They're in they're Little squares clusters. Of treats? I would yeah, call them clusters. clusters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They just take like Rice Krispies, oh, throw yes. them in like a grinder yeah. probably. You can I, find them at your local Walmart probably. I think I, I, think cool. I remember. Next they're, to the bod. Right. <laughs> I think I remember these. You know, I feel like there were girl versions of Bod, which were super cheap colognes or perfumes. perfumes. Yes. Um, I remember I had this bottle. This was before everyone's time, but it was called Verve, V-E-R-V-E, but I pronounced it Verve. 
<laughs> I was that like, is it, I was very young, yeah. Uh, and I thought it, it smelled good in the same way that Bod probably smells good, which yeah. is like Just not a ge- good. A generic good, like like yes, like generic fresh good. Yeah, I want to name cloying. a pet Vervey. Just for Vervey. Pine, Come here, Vervey. Pine saw. I'm so good. Pine saw on my body. Uh, Whatever happened to the pine saw woman? Do you remember her? Uh, was she friends with Aunt Jemima? Yeah, I don't know. Like when and Marge from Palm Olive. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was married to the brawny guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clean. Mr. Mr. Clean. Yeah, that was their dad. Cheated on them with Mr. Clean. Uh, 5SOS and HV Fangirl says, favorite kind of guitar? Say it. Uh, You're endorsed. Say it. I mean, I got I to gotta say ESP. That's, I mean, that's what I play. So, mm. And honestly, like at this point, I could play something else because I could... I don't know, I'll buy another guitar, but I just I have these two custom guitars that are black and purple because I love the Ravens. Um, and ESP makes them; they're great. Kelly says, "What is the song you produced which you are most proud of?" Mm, never produced a song before, but uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, most proud of. Wow, what's your favorite all-time low song? That's really hard. I've never even heard you answer that. So before. many hits. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Well, let me look Calm at the greatest hits album. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> God, we uh, I'd say maybe Weightless, our song Weightless. That's a song that kind of I think took us to a to a, a bigger level, and I think that connected with everyone the most. Alex wants to know: Does Jack actually have a tiny wiener? Yes. That was Jack, not Justin. <laughs> Justin, your thoughts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a sound that it makes when it comes out as well. <laughs> Kelly says, and I like the, the sass of this question, are you trying to get rid of the blonde streak in your hair or what? <laughs> Only when I'm trying to meet older women. <laughs> okay. Um, Yuritsi Mrs. Mrs. SWS says... Would you wake up with a hangover every day for a year or never be able to take off your pants for a year? Uh, I already do the first, so let's go with that. Okay. Um, Emma asks, what's the first thing that comes into your mind when you hear the word moist? Baby wipes. <laughs> took you a long time to come up with that answer. <laughs> That was probably the eighth thing that came to your mind. Actually, you know what? My butt right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. This chair. Burn the chair. <gasps> Hashtag burn the chair. <laughs> Ames says, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? I saw I saw someone tweet this at you, mm-hmm. I think. Um, wear a condom. Always. Con- continue to wear a condom. Continue wearing condoms. <laughs> Yes, that was my question. Yeah, Are you right. suggesting that you went through a phase where you didn't? No, no, no. Um, honestly, I'd say keep the blonde streak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Riley Murphy says, what's the weirdest rumor you've heard about yourself or the band online? Mm, there's every month there's uh, someone's quitting the band, all the time those breaking up rumors. That's just, it's just so weird. I'm like, mm. I always wonder like how that stuff starts, but. I guess someone just probably types it in Twitter and spreads. A Kimmy thing says, what is the most recent band that has completely shook you to your bones? Hmm. That's, that's, uh, 
I'm not going to say band, but Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. I was really late to Lana party, like eight years late. Like I found out about her like five months ago. And like it, I just got super in her like real mm-hmm. fast. Jones McCain says, if you had to replace both your hands with two animals, which animals would you want them to Bear, be? Bear, cat. Oh. That'd be cool. That would- Actually, you know what? I'm not really a cat person. Bear, bear. Just two bears. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? It'd be pretty great. It'd be pretty great. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Let's Sam it. Swante says, would you warn other bands to stay away from major labels after your personal experience? Um, You know what? I wouldn't. And that's, you know, I just think that we are... Our our falls with with Interscope were also because of us. You know, we didn't stand up for ourselves. We didn't uh, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't. Yeah, so that wasn't completely Interscope. That was also us making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does everyone know that you guys were not happy at Interscope? Is this like very yeah. seems to be very common knowledge? Yeah, it's just uh we got lost in a mix. You know, it was just a it was a weird a weird thing, and it actually almost you know I want to say it almost broke us up, but it almost kind of. Like, it got to the point where we thought we were done. Not done, but, like, not going to go anywhere Mm -hmm. after that. And we just immediately recorded a new album right away, released it, and back on our own Hopeless, and we were right back in it. It's funny. This is a question and a whole way of thinking that I haven't, haven't, like, thought about these kind of issues in so many years. I used to write about music. Oh, okay. Uh, I was a music journalist for years, and it's... Um, I wrote for a whole bunch of different people, but um, I did some writing for Rolling Stone and for people. But I worked, I was on staff at the OC Weekly and then mm. uh, in New York at Time Out New York and then New York Post. Um, but anyway, I'm just realizing this is a question I would have like asked a long time ago. Right. Um, was there any pressure to do your albums on a major label? Was there any pressure to make your music sound a certain way? Yeah, completely. And that's And that's what... Uh, we're talking about the just yeah, yeah, we had this conversation had this today. Yeah. yeah. Um they were they were trying to get us to chase a single. Mm-hmm. Which like you know, right to have a hit. Right to have a hit, which you for How us, does that one even it, do it that? Make, well, exactly. Well they put well, they put you in or at least how how do they chase it? Right. They put you in with like the biggest producers in the world and hit writers. Hit writers, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, and yeah. um and uh which sounds as shitty as it is. And Who was it? Can you say? Um, no, I mean, like, not to say the per, the writer. I mean, we were in with like Tricky and the Dream, who are wow. you know big, you know big writers. Right. It's not knocking on the. No, oh no, writers. of course yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, of course not. I was just it's, curious. Yeah. It's the process for, yeah. and pardon me for putting words in your mouth, no, but the no. process for your that process for your band doesn't equate exactly. It, it A rock band going with going in with hit songwriters didn't work for all time low. Yeah, mm. it just and, didn't make sense. And we actually like loved working with them, and the songs actually came out awesome and kids actually like the songs it's a great record yeah but um we came out of the gate with a song that was not us and it, which kind of which puts, song was that it was a song i feel like dancing mm-hmm. that we wrote actually with rivers cuomo from weezer oh wow which was like one of the best experiences of my life it was just me him and alex in his living room mm-hmm. and um and so the song was great but it wasn't an all-time low song so that that's and that sets the tone for the entire album when right. you come out of the gate with that's the first song that everyone hears then they don't necessarily think the album's going to be good, which it actually was. It sounds like most of our albums, to be honest. Like yeah. it doesn't sound that different. But uh, we just came out of the gate with the wrong song, and uh, also Rivers was supposed to sing on the song, 
because it sounds like a Weezer song. Mm-hmm. It really does. It's very cheeky, you know, uh, very tongue in cheek. Uh, cheeky is a British term, but for those Americans, they'll know what it means. Mm-hmm. Tongue in cheek. And um, Thank you. it's so educational, right? <laughs> you got to learn, right? Um, and so Weezer just dropped, just got, uh, just left Interscope at the same time, so they couldn't sing on it. So we had this song, and Rivers wasn't on it, and it sounded like a Weezer song, and we came out of the gate with it, and it was so weird. People were like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then the album came out, and most people were like, oh, okay, it's fine. But yeah. Was there a bad So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't, sorry to interrupt, it wasn't like necessarily because of Interscope. It just, I mean, it was because of the people we were with and just because of the decisions we made. We could have said, no, let's right. go another one. But we were young, and we listened to whatever people said to us. Was there a backlash when that song came out? A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Tricky, Rivers Cuomo, who else? Did, and I know I know you're not knocking them. I'm just curious. No, yeah, yeah. Who else did they have uh, you guys sit down with? God, we went in with like, uh, we went in and uh, Jack Knife Lee. That's right, yeah. Who did like U2. I mean, he's a huge producer. And he was awesome, but it just didn't wasn't right. And um, who else? Snow, he, he, Jack Knife did Snow Patrol too. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, yeah. A great, he's, he's fucking amazing. Yeah. And we went in with the guy who did the first uh, Sublime album. Mm-hmm. And it also did um, uh, Mark McGrath. Oh, Sugar, Ray. Sugar Ray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that guy was the man. Who's that guy? Oh, God, I, I can't remember his name. name. I, I really can't remember his name. But uh, it's not Sublime's like, what was that? McGee, who was the unofficial fifth member yeah. many years ago. Not him, no. And he's a you went in with now. someone like, and you, you went was, in with Butch too, right? You Didn't you go in with yeah, some, we Butch, some but, regular, yeah, but regular Butch is, cats? Butch is, yeah, yeah. yeah Butch, Butch Walker, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's great. We did tons of great songs with him. Um, but, and that first Sublime album is, or the self-titled is one of my favorite albums of all time. But uh, yeah, it just wasn't the right vibe for us, which is fine. Let's do just me or everyone. But first, let's talk about FrameBridge. Have you guys ever tried to get something custom framed? And do you know how frigging expensive it's so expensive yes. yeah, for example this collage that you pointed to earlier yeah. um of a beautiful super fan made an awesome collage for my show and when i started doing this show in dining room studios which is my dining room uh i was like i need to i want to put some art on the walls so i took it to a frame store to get framed and and it was 500 dollars, which was I That's couldn't crazy. believe how much it cost, yeah. and I thought, well, it's an investment. But still, but then if you look at that logo over there in the corner, and I realize the listeners are like, we can't see any of this. I got that done at Framebridge, who is uh, who I want to talk to you about. They're an online custom framing store, and they are awesome and affordable and what you do is either you can upload the artwork or the photo or whatever that you want to frame and then they will you choose which frame they'll send it to you totally it with like it's ready to be hung right away um or let's say it's something that you can't upload if you have an actual piece of artwork or actual whatever it is um you let them know and then they'll send you the shipping container to send it back to them so they make it super duper easy prices start at just 39 dollars. it's up to 70 percent less than traditional framing stores it's super easy to use like i said you just go to framebridge choose your frame from their curated collection upload your art and preview it before you buy or if you can't upload it you can mail it to them for free framed piece arrives at your home ready to hang and there's lots of different framing options clean and classic or there's more eclectic styles or you can have one of their designers make a recommendation it's a great holiday gift for a friend or family member or for yourself 
I love Framebridge and I know you guys will too because it's super easy to use. So much more, excuse me, so much more affordable than traditional frame stores. And right now, Framebridge.com has a special holiday offer just for my listeners. 15% off your first order and free shipping when you use my code BESTFRIEND. And this great deal is only available this week. So to get started framing your art or picture for yourself or as a gift, go to Framebridge.com, F-R-A-M-E-B-R-I-D-G-E.com. Find your favorite frame from their curated collection, upload your art or mail it in for free preview your art in your custom frame enter my code best friend at checkout to get 15 percent off and free shipping receive your beautiful custom framed art that is ready to hang don't wait this offer expires this week so go to framebridge.com and use my code best friend and save okay let's do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me Okay, here is where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me, or is it everyone? And then we weigh in. And this first one is about butts, so mm. I think you'll like it. My Joseph butts are really sweaty. Allison says, My butt hurts more after cycling on an indoor stationary trainer than after riding outdoors. I pretty much only ride a stationary bike. Um, I'm trying to think of... My butt hurts more than if I were to ride an actual bike. I have not rode a, rode a bike in about 10 years. Yeah, same either. Yeah. You know how they say you never forget? Yeah. It's, you do forget. You forget. Yeah, I think you you kind of do. do. I mean, yeah. I think the basic being able to balance that thing you don't forget, but like being able to ride without feeling like you're going to crash into someone, I, I forgot and I had to remind myself. And then my friend was like, maybe you just never were good at riding a bike to begin with. Maybe. It's a possibility. It's, it's, possibility. it's quite... But actually, I'm lying. My friend was like, maybe you just never knew how to turn. (laughs) I can only go straight. I can only go straight. I can't figure it out. I feel like if her butt's hurting, she's sitting on it wrong. Get one of those gel seats. Oh, Oh, gel seats. Those are nice. nice. It's like a mouse pad for your butt. But but how like physically like your like your butt proper, I feel like doesn't really sit on the seat. Is that just me? I don't know. It's really Uh, more like that. I think. I think your butt proper doesn't really sit on the seat of an actual bike. Yeah. But an exercise bike, it might. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair. I think. Liz says, I love writing fan mail. We're, uh, we're all too famous to weigh in on this one. So, <laughs> yeah. But I sure love I love reading it. fan yeah, mail. <laughs> great. <laughs> no, I think it's nice. It, it always feels good to let someone know that their yeah. work affected you in yeah. a positive way. That's well, the thing. Like if you see someone like... I, I'm not a, like a big celebrity guy, but if I see someone who I like their work, I'll just be like, hey, I really love the thing you did. That's do you it. always? Because so not, not always. Yeah. Only, I mean, only if like I like what they do. It's like it's not even like a hey, let's get a picture. Or, hey, let's get an autograph. It's just I feel like they'll appreciate someone being affected by their work. It's like hey, yeah. I really loved you. I loved you and whatever. It is. And pretty, that was it. That's it, the yeah. only interaction. It is pretty cool when like I don't know someone walks up and is just like hey i love your band like walks away i'm like yeah. that guy's mysterious who <laughs> <laughs> i just follow him like I'm like hey 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 i did that to the sons of anarchy guys hey do you was, want a picture no no i'm good they were like all sitting together <laughs> i was with you yeah, yeah yeah that's right at, at the la poubelle yeah and and they were all sitting together i'm like hey i really love you guys show and that was it and they were very they were like hey come over have a drink it was, yeah. it was very chill yeah, there's so many people I've seen where I recognize them and I want to say something and then I don't. And yet if anyone ever comes up to me and is like, oh, hey, I you know, listen to you and I love it. I always love that. Yeah. So it's like I was... Um, at, you want to like talk to them. 
Yeah, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Want a photo? laughs> tell me more about me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw. Tell me more about me. <laughs> one of the guys from Silicon Valley. Do you watch that show? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was is his name Zach Woods, the guy Which who one? plays. Um. Oh my God, I'm totally blank. Our friends on that show. The guy who plays Jared. Martin. Martin's on this show. Uh, the uh, long hair dude? No, TJ Miller. I love him. Oh, gosh, uh, yeah. oh wait. Funny. Are we talking? Oh, Jared, the guy from uh, The Office. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But what's his actual... Wait, I think isn't like his actual name Jared? They change his name. They call him something different. They call Yes, and I'm blanking out on what they call him. Well, quite a fan yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, they this start calling him something different to piss him off, right? Right. This is why I didn't talk to him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't know him. Yeah. No, but the guy you're talking about with long hair is the one who was on Party On. Yeah. Right? That's Martin. Yes. No, no, no. I'm talking about the guy with really long hair who owns the house they live oh, in. Oh, that's TJ Miller. That's TJ Miller. TJ Miller. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Martin. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Justin knows Martin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Wow. Thanks oh, for that man. name drop. I appreciate I it. I didn't have to do it myself. Yeah, right. According to the internets, his name was Donald, but his boss called him Jared. So oh, then, there we go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they just kept calling him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for Which looking is, that up. I think I'm that's like, always the funniest joke, by the way. They yeah. do that in uh, Last Man on Earth. Have you seen that? Yes. They call him Tandy, but like because <laughs> there was another uh, Phil. Right. Phil, yeah. Um, Tandy. Yes. Thank you for looking that up because I was not going to be able to move on. Kathy says, want to deactivate Facebook, but I worry about missing friends' birthdays, especially the ones who wished me happy birthday. Um, I'm really bad on Facebook. I don't check very often. And then yeah. when I do, I just feel like, oh, wow. Yeah. All sorts of things have been happening in people's lives and I've missed them. I um I deleted mine like eight years ago. <gasps> Facebook suicide. I, I didn't I didn't like how I couldn't control what people because people tag tag you in things like yes. and I couldn't control what people were seeing. Whereas Twitter and Instagram, it's whatever you put out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I just got paranoid and I deleted it. Do you ever miss it? Uh, the only thing, honestly, at this point, like I wish I could use like dating apps, and mm-hmm. they all run through Facebook. Um, I do miss that. But other than that, if someone wants to talk to me and like they. They don't know my info. I, I probably wouldn't want to. Are you a big online dating person? No, I I, I can't. I don't have I, I don't have a Facebook, so you right. can't. I can't do any of the things. But I, I would. I'm I'm open to it. I'm just thinking, someone as famous as you are doing online dating. What I'm wondering what that would be like. Be I'm not weird. that famous. Well, you're but you're not not famous. It'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Moby is on OkCupid. My friend went really? out. Really? No way. Yeah. Are you what? serious? And it's clearly him. Like, Whoa. she was on it and she said, I think this is Moby. And then she looked at his profile. I mean, you know. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know it's Moby. Moby. But it, what if he has hair now? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> something in the profile was like, by the way, uh, yes, I am actually Moby. He just like puts and, a wig on. Yeah. <laughs> a wig and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, she went on a date with him and it was Moby. Wow. Oh, my God. What'd she seems like he'd be a cool guy. Or a She's, weirdo. She said he was great, but... There wasn't a spark, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, uh. Sean Day was either Moby or the kid from Powder. Sorry, <laughs> Sean Patrick something. Powder. What a reference! Who references Powder? Sean Daigle says, "Just mirror everyone." Isn't it weird how hair grows out of your skin? Yes, we're I think just it talking is. about. Were you really? No, we're just talking about Moby having oh. hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is weird. It is weird when you look at it. It's weird think- to pull your hair and see your. Uh, I hate it. See where it goes into the skin. I'm yeah. Lebanese. I've been like covered in hair my, since I was a baby. It's the worst. Wendy de Santiago says, it takes me five months of cold weather to miss summer and four minutes of heat to miss winter. Yes, I don't, I don't like the heat. I, I, yeah, extremes of both suck though. <clears throat> Which do you prefer? Do you, would you rather be sweltering hot or freezing cold? Probably freezing. Yeah. I think. 
Right. Although being very cold is painful versus for me, very hot is really uncomfortable, but so uncomfortable that I would rather the pain of being cold. Yeah. I just can't stand being super hot. In LA, you're you're good because you're just always. No, always... this has been the worst though. It's like it was like 80 degrees last week. Yeah. Mm. Regional conversations, guys. Regional conversations. Yeah. I know, it's conversations. Hyperlocal. yeah. Jonathan Pierce says, "My multivitamin turns my pee the color of Mountain Dew. Just mirror everyone. I suspect that's everyone. I don't think that's everyone. I think that's just you, you might have bro. syphilis. Maybe go to the doctor." Or go to the doctor. <laughs> well, I think it depends on. I mean, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is a very water, neon I mean, cover uh, right? color. Cover what? Drink water. I mean, yeah, yeah. I assume that would fix that. I'm not a doctor. I just play it on TV. Bruise by Dawn says, "The winter navy shower makes me reconsider wasting water." Okay, so what's a navy shower? Okay, so I can tell you about this because we have on our tour bus we have a shower, and they call it. We call it ship showers. <laughs> Where you have to turn the water on, soap up, soap up, turn it oh, off, yeah. turn it back on, because there's twelve of us on a tour bus and we don't have a only big so tank. much water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that shit sucks. Yeah, I bet it's the worst. And is the water cold or warm? No, it's hot. It's it's, it's nice. But I mean, most venues have showers, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, doing showering, it when you're moving is also a challenge. There's like so a sta- there's a stance you have to take, which <laughs> yeah. is like you got to be low to the ground, right? And you got to kind of it's like a it's like a bus surfing. Yes. It's kind of like surfing. Do you cool. use the venue shower? Because doing live podcasts, I always think, who's showering here? Oh, uh, yeah. The best, the best sh- yeah. venue shower is the best shower. I mean, depending on where you are, yeah. I don't care. If there's a shower, so, if there's a water spout in a venue, I'm good with it. We've been doing a lot of hockey arenas. Mm-hmm. So all the showers are just like gang showers, as we call them, <laughs> you know? Um, so literally like from a prison and they're great. But yeah. Yeah. Super prison like, and uh, they're great because they're so, the pressure is insane. I guess athletes like like really strong pressure or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's great. But you just got a bunch of naked dudes around you. It's fun. <laughs> Brent Hudson says, uh, and this is the last one, I can't tell if the exercise is working or if my extra weight is stretching out my clothes and that's why they fit looser. I've had that thought before. Yeah. Sometimes I, I unbutton. Every time I sit down, I unbutton. Like I go one up on my belt or one mm-hmm. down. Is that, is, does anyone else do that? You ever do that? No, but I think it's smart. Is like is that weird? When you sit down, no. you change your belt. Every single time I sit down, I go. And then when you stand up, do you re- uh, readjust it? I do, and everyone's oh. like, "Why are you taking your pants off in the middle of this <laughs> restaurant?" Well, I'll do it when I stand up. You're yeah. totally skinny, though. What ha- what happens when you sit down that you need more I room? I don't know. It's like you just do. He is. He's wearing you know, girl pants from Hot Topic. So, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm remembering. Do you do that? Sorry. No, but there's definitely a pressure there. The, I just, there's a pressure I just, there, yeah, right? I just put up with it. Yeah. I, hmm. Don't. Maybe we shouldn't be putting up I with know. it. I know. I feel like that's bad. To, to what? Put up with it. To put up with the pressure. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of yeah. like holding in a fart. Yeah. We are talking about this yesterday on Twitter, by the way. It's super bad for you. To hold in a fart? Yes. We know, Sometimes Jack. Sometimes you have to do know. it, though. Yeah. I do, mean... Do it, Allison. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Wendy didn't get the memo. Uh, no. <laughs> she can't. She doesn't. She can't hold it. I don't, I don't think she's ever held in a fart. Um, a lot of people wrote in wanting to know about your tattoos, and I just realized I didn't ask you any questions about them. I only have three, and they're, they're pretty minimal. Uh, it's Jack Skellington playing mm-hmm. my guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, there's, no, there's no significance to it. Oh, is it not your favorite movie or anything? No, I, just, I, I love the movie. I love the character, but I just thought it would look cool. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, the Blink-182 bunny. 
Gotcha. You guys all have that, right? Uh, just two of us, yep. Oh, okay. And that's how we actually met Mark Hoppus. He was, you know, the reason why we started playing music was because of Blink, so it kind of brought us all together. And uh, I have, like, one of our really old logos, like, like a, little, a little skull. Skull and crossbones. Yeah, so, wait, that's how, you, that's how you met him? Yeah, so uh, our drummer got a Blink tattoo, and we put it on on BuzzNet or something. You're on BuzzNet? It was an old website. And um, Mark Hoppus saw, saw it and, like, it blogged about it. Oh, that's cool. And we were young. We were, like, 19, so we are like, holy shit, you know, Mark <laughs> Hoppus knows who we are. And now we're friends, and, like, we're just... We write songs together, and yeah, it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I've wanted to have him on this podcast for a long time. He's a funny dude. And I would love to talk funny to him. Get on a podcast. He's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jack and Justin, this was delightful having you guys. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. you guys. Yay. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, especially around the holidays, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It's a way to support the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. I want to thank everyone for all of your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of my website, alisonrosen.com. We have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also... Touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy, tushy, touch the tushy, These will make more sense if you listen to the version of my show that comes out on Thursdays. And by the way, you can do that by going to iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. You can also leave reviews there. Uh, if you want to get one of these ringtones, you can get them in iTunes by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself or Touch the Tushy. Or if you're not an iTunes person, they are also available on gumroad.com slash Allison Rosen. G-U-M-R-O-A-D.com slash Allison Rosen. Other stuff available there too. Bonus episodes available in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. We have t-shirts available. You can get those. Go to allisonrosen.com. Click on the t-shirt. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Email us a-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Colonel Jeff Fox and check out my podcast, Barracuda Radio. Uh, Justin, is there anything you want to plug? You can follow me on Twitter at Justin Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L. Okay. And Jack, tell everyone um, where they can find you and what they should look out for and all that. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Jack All Time Low and make it real simple. And my email address is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. And everyone should listen to Full Frontal Podcast. I should, I should get right? better at plugging. I'm so bad at plugging. You have things. Yeah, we have a you podcast have called Full Frontal. Yeah, you could subscribe and... Where do people go to get it? Mm, I think iTunes I think podcast. it's iTunes. You don't even know. I, I, I listen to you on iTunes podcasts. Yeah. iTunes.com slash Full Frontal. I know that that will take you there. I really she knows that and I you really don't know that. That's unbelievable. And also, if you go to the Full Frontal Twitter page... This is amazing. There's a link to like full frontal radio. I, I might be getting the URL. I'm so happy you're totally right. URL. I'm sure you're right. So, so there's I'm lots so of ways bad to at listen. This. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could also just Google full frontal radio or full frontal podcast. Yeah, just, and don't just Google it. full frontal. You'll get some weird stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that was like when I Googled. Um, I was trying to find out something about the TV show Golden Girls. If you Google oh Golden God. Girls, you get something, wow, really? something else. I went. Bad. I was like seven and I wanted to buy uh, rollerblades. So I mm-hmm. went to dicks.com. <laughs> <laughs> my dad like, walked in and I was like, oh my God. Man, that's how I learned about, that's how I learned how to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again so much for being on the show. Thanks Listeners, for thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 